It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the moment last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. This show today is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We are a company that provides life-changing nutrition information. And our topic today is maintaining joint health. You know, one in two people are affected by a form of some form of arthritis. So I think many of our listeners today can personally relate to this condition. My name is Kara Carper. I'm a licensed nutritionist and nutrition educator. And today I'm here with Kate Crosby, who is also a nutritionist and nutrition educator. Kate sees clients at our Lakeville and North Oaks offices, and she does corporate presentations and teaches a lot of our different classes throughout the Twin Cities. Hi, Kate. Good morning. How are you doing, Cara? It's great to be in studio with you. It's been a long time. You as well. Hey, Cara, let's just free associate about joint health for for a second Okay, let's do it. Okay, so when I say joint health, what are some things that you think of? Okay, well, what I think of, you know, with my background, I think of sugar. Oh, yeah. I think of avocados. Okay. What about processed carbohydrates? Yep. Insulin. Trans fats. How about omega-3s? Definitely omega-3s. I think water and not getting enough water. Ooh, for sure. I think of glucosamine and chondritin sometimes. How about we add MSM onto that? Ooh, that can be powerful. Here's one, digestive health. Now that's one that people might not know about. We're going to have to try to try get to into get that. that Hyaluronic acid. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> We've got tons of topics to talk we do. about. We have a lot going on today. <laughs> well, let's see if we can cover most of these topics and draw the connection between each one and joint health. You know, this show is going to be packed with tips to maintain joint health. Those currently suffering from joint pain and arthritis are going to benefit from learning how to reverse some or all of the damage by reducing inflammation throughout the body with the right nutrition. So if you're experiencing pain, that pain is really stemming from inflammation. Mm -hmm. And if you're young and you're thinking to yourself right now, I don't have arthritis, so this show does not pertain to me. Just remember that preventing joint damage through good nutrition now is much easier than trying to fix a problem down the road. So if you're 17 years old, don't you want to be able to run and bike, do all the active things that you love throughout your life? Now, when I think of someone being active throughout their life, Dar comes to mind. Me too. Um, She's really an inspiration. You know, Dar's in her 70s, and she does kettlebells each week. She meets with a personal trainer. There's a lot of people 20, 30, or more years younger than her who are not able to be that active simply because they have so much joint pain and inflammation. That is so true, Cara. You know, we hear the word arthritis all the time, day in and day out. You know, our clients and friends, family members struggle with arthritis in their knees and hips, their hands, their spines. A lot of them take pain medication. Maybe they get cortisone shots. Mm -hmm. Some even consider surgery. 
And when people talk about this kind of arthritis, it's osteoarthritis they're referring to, which is the most common type of arthritis that is the joint, a joint disease as well. And that's <clears throat> what we're going to focus on today. You know, there are other forms of arthritis. Right. Um, you know, people might be thinking rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. We are really going to focus on arth- osteoarthritis. And the term arthritis literally means joint inflammation. So any word that ends in I-T-I-S means inflammation. So there's bursitis, tendonitis. Absolutely. Um, so just kind of remembering that, that itis equals inflammation, which leads Good to pain. Point. You know, osteoarthritis affects more women than men and more people over 50. But we're seeing it in younger men and women more frequently these days. Mm-hmm. And like you say, you know, in our office, but also just... People oh. in our lives, oh, friends and family. over. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'll just give a little kind of background on osteoarthritis. Our bodies have cartilage, which is a firm, rubbery tissue. It acts as a cushion to the bones and is found at all of our joint locations, which is just where two bones, bones or meet. more meet. Healthy cartilage lets bones glide over one another. But in osteoarthritis, the cartilage is broken down and sometimes worn away. So as a result, the bones can rub together, which causes pain, swelling, and stiffness. And like you said, both men and women can get osteoarthritis. It is more common, you know, when people are 50 or 60, um, but obviously younger can get it as well. Mm -hmm. And that kind of pain is extremely, extremely painful, that bone-on-bone rubbing. It just sounds terrible. (laughs) It sounds awful. You know, the the truth of the matter is even the less severe cases can greatly reduce mobility, which really reduces your quality of life. So this scenario gets to be kind of a vicious cycle for a lot of people when they're trying to lose weight. People with inflamed joints and damaged cartilage have much more difficulty exercising than their doctors tell them to exercise, so they'll lose weight Mm -hmm. to reduce the inflammation. Well, you know, we have a slightly different approach. Nutrition. We do. And although today's show is not about weight loss, the way of eating that we recommend and that we're going to talk about today often leads to weight loss. Mm-hmm. And we do know that excess weight does put more pressure on the joints. So losing weight when someone has joint issues is a good thing a as well. Mm-hmm. Well, let's start with one thing that I think most people know, and this would really help reduce some joint pain. We've said it before, we keep saying it, but the sugar, the sweets, the soda have got to go. They've got to go. They do. Whether it's Mountain Dew, chocolate chip cookies, maybe it's a Dairy Queen Blizzard. All of those high sugar items cause calcium to be excreted from the bones, which can in turn cause cartilage to degenerate. But, you know, Cara, I think the other thing we should, should talk about, too, it's not just those sodas and dessert foods that can cause this to happen. All carbohydrates turn to sugar in your body. So any food that's just too high in carbohydrates is going to leach that calcium from bones as well. If you've got joint pain, foods like chips, even if they are sweet potato chips, crackers. Because you know someone's (laughs) thinking, but, 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 what about my sweet potato chips? Exactly. In fact, I talked to her on Thursday. Um, (laughs) Crackers, cereal, these are all carbohydrates that turn to way too much sugar. 
muffins, popcorn, bagels, they all need to be avoided if you've got joint pain. And I bet some people listening have already made the connection at some point in their life that, you know, when eating cereal for breakfast, maybe they feel more achy afterwards. Or let's say they have popcorn as a bedtime snack. They wake up the next day stiff and hurting when they're getting out of bed. So these types of foods often have an immediate inflammatory effect on the body. This immediate pain, you know, if people are wondering, why does it hurt right away? Well, it can come from the blood sugar going too high, which is going to cause too much insulin to be produced. So we know insulin is a fat storing hormone, but it also brings with it inflammation throughout the entire body. Absolutely. And I see that uh, examples of that all the time in classes that I teach. People will come in and and complain of their joint pain after they had gone back to eating a muffin or some mm-hmm. cereal. Like they were eating clean and then they... Th- and then they just threw in a muffin. a muffin or p- whatever yeah, piece it is. pizza. Yep. So cutting out that sugar, those high carbohydrates foods is really key. But there are usually other nutrients missing that help to cool down this chronic state of inflammation. We absolutely need to have healthy fats in our diet to cool down this inflammation. These, these healthy fats actually act like a joint lubricant. It's an oil change for you. <laughs> so one of them that is great is coconut oil. But so is olive oil. And my favorite, avocados, butter, raw nuts. Those are other great examples of great, great fats. It's these fat-free, low-fat diets that are really not conducive to healthy joints. And that's why we see a lot of it, I think. Because mm-hmm, some people are really still stuck in that fat-free or low-fat mentality. Mm-hmm. Well, Kate, it is time for us to take a break. Um, but first, I want everyone to think about what comes to mind when I say calcium. We're going to let you mull this over as we uh-huh. go to break. Where do you believe you're getting your calcium? You might be surprised. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And if you have a question for us today about joint issues, please call the studio at 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Kate Crosby, nutrition counselor, and I'm here with Cara Carper, licensed nutritionist. You know, before break, Cara mentioned calcium and where do we find it? You were supposed to all be thinking. Well, I bet most of you were thinking about milk and other dairy products. Most people do. But there are plenty of other foods that are rich in absorbable calcium. For instance, a cup of raw kale <clears throat> excuse me, contains 90 milligrams of calcium. An orange has 60 milligrams of calcium. Now, here's a good one. If you like sardines, a three-ounce can of sardines has a whopping 325 milligrams of calcium. Wow. One ounce of almonds has 80 milligrams. Three ounces of canned salmon, granted, this is with bones, mm-hmm. but those bones, once you put a little mayo, celery, and onion, you actually, don't know they're you in don't there. know they're in there. So cans, three ounces of canned salmon with bones has almost 200 milligrams of calcium. Wow. And a cup of broccoli has 180 milligrams. So those are lots of different ways to get calcium that are not necessarily dairy. Good ideas. So, Kate, before break, while we were talking about the importance of dietary fat, like coconut oil, avocados, and you said it's like giving your 
body an oil change. Exactly. And you can almost just picture the avocado lubricating Greasing that joint. joint. <laughs> yes. So we did have a caller over break, though, and um, they were wondering what fruits and vegetables can people eat that will reduce inflammation, inflammation. and joint pain? Mm-hmm. So that's a great question. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, fruits and vegetables are the best way to get carbohydrates. You bet. So we spent a couple minutes telling you what is going to aggravate joint pain, all the sugars and processed carbohydrates. You're going to get your most bang for your buck, reducing inflammation with veggies and fruits. Absolutely. Yep. And so I think focusing on the lighter vegetables, not necessarily starchy, like don't focus on potatoes, corn, and carrots, Uh, but broccoli, spinach, kale, kale, green green beans. beans. Oh, we've got the same (laughs) list. Asparagus, peppers, tomatoes. Um, and a little bit more limited on the fruits. I would say about would two that, yeah. servings a day. Yep. Sounds it, like a good plan. Okay. So, it, yeah, if anybody has other questions on that, um, let us know. But hopefully that will get you going. Because in general, I mean, fruits and veggies are going to give tons of antioxidants. And they're going to just yes. help reduce inflammation in the body. Should we just remind our listeners of the telephone number here? Yes. 651-641-1071. If you've got questions, we'd love to hear from you today. Let's take a caller that we have here. Oh, good. Good morning, Jenny. Welcome to the show. Do you have a question today? Good morning. Um, I have a friend who's 80 years old, and um, I was talking to her daughter, and she told me that she was her mom was told not to eat coconut oil because she has high cholesterol. Okay. Is that... I'm thinking it's because it's the refined coconut oil, not the unrefined. Well... You know, I think any coconut oil is going to be fine. The refined is a little more processed. Mm -hmm. So, of course, unrefined, organic, extra virgin coconut oil is the best Best. option. Um, What I'm thinking is that there's kind of some myths out there regarding foods that contain cholesterol leading to high cholesterol. Um, some of those myths have now been debunked, but some are still floating around there. Like, for example, eggs and coconut. Yes. Um, Those things, even though they contain cholesterol, will not increase cholesterol in the body. Okay. And in fact, you really need those saturated fats to make a healthy cell membrane. So um, eating the coconut oil would be really beneficial. And coconut oil is, is very medicinal. It's antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal, so it helps people in lots of different ways. All right. Well, thank you for your help. Yeah, mm-hmm. great question. Thanks for the call today. Okay, we actually oh. have another caller here. All right. Hi there, Barb. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. Do you have a question for us? Yes, I do. Um, my significant other has a lung issue, and I guess you could say it's inflammation. It's where... Your lungs don't um, excrete the protein and get rid of it, and it builds up, and he takes medicine. And um, the other option is a lung lavage where they actually rinse the lung. Do the same kinds of foods that help inflammation and arthritis, could that possibly help him as well? Hmm. Certainly. I mean, I I have to say I don't know about that condition, Mm -hmm. Um, but everything that we're talking about will reduce inflammation in the body, whether it's the digestive tract, our joints, 
you know, people that have inflammation in the blood vessels can benefit from eating this way as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I would say, yes, keep listening and, you know, any changes that he would be willing to make associated with our show today, I think he would see some improvement. Excellent. I've been trying, so we'll keep at it. But Sounds I, good. I, I love your show and I believe in your whole philosophy. It's wonderful and keep up the good work. All right. We will. We will. Thank you so much for your comments. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Speaking of fats, and we were talking about dietary fats, Kate, there's another fat that I want to talk about, and you can hardly find an article on joint health that does not refer to this one. It's omega-3 fatty acids. Oh, yeah. And it's been common knowledge for some time now that omega-3s are beneficial for heart health, but now we know that they are also helpful for joint problems. And omega-3s by nature are anti-inflammatory, so it really does make sense that they would be a critical nutrient for these types of conditions. Absolutely. Like when I meet with clients who have a quite a bit of pain, I usually recommend anywhere from 3,000 to 6,000 milligrams of a really high-quality omega-3 fish oil per day. Now, you know, since about 90% of Americans are deficient in omega-3s, there are countless benefits to taking this fish oil. So when you say high-quality fish oil, can mm. you just go into that a little bit more? Because there sure. sure are a lot of different fish oils out there. There really are. Well, Cara, it's kind of like just like fish can be contaminated with toxins like mercury and lead, so can fish oil supplements. So you really want a product that's been purified or molecularly distilled to have those contaminants removed. So if your fish oil smells or if it tastes bad, it's probably rancid, and it's best not to take it. it. When shopping for a fish oil, I always look to buy it from a very trusted source. Um, we've got some great products. Smaller health food stores have got great quality products. Chiropractor offices have great selections as well. Just Good recommendations. Check it out. Yeah. And some, you know, another thing to look for, this is getting kind of detailed, but, you know, it really should be tested by a third party or yep. tested by an independent lab to have the the contaminants removed. Yes. So. And this is a supplement that I don't, um, I, I really buy the best quality possible. I agree. Because fat, you don't want to mess with mm-hmm. a bad fat in your you body. You don't want to mess with rancid fish oil. Definitely. No. Well, since we're talking about fats, this is a good time to remind everyone that certain fats in our foods will actually make joint issues even worse. Uh And several of you, I'm sure, know this already because we talk about it, but trans fats and processed oils are actually pro-inflammatory. They create inflammatory pathways in the body. So just remember that what you put in your mouth is likely either causing inflammation or reducing inflammation. Hmm. So if you're going through that drive through grabbing food from a vending machine or maybe even eating food from the gas station, that's where you're get, when you're getting refined oils and trans fats. These are the kind of oils and fats that are going to cause that joint pain and much more inflammation. And you know how we said things like coconut oil, avocados, and fish oil cool down inflammation? Well, those French fries, chips, cookies, and mochas... Those are actually foods that heat up the body. And when we think, when we're saying heat up the body, it's fueling a condition like arthritis. Mm -hmm. Hey, Kate, we have another caller here. Okay. 
Hi, Harriet. Welcome to the show today. Do you have a question on coconut oil? Well, it's 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 not just that, but um, I think I do most of the good as a result of your show, the good fats. But how many fats in a diet should you have? I mean, I love coconut oil. How many times a week do you think we should be having that? Once a week? Once a month? Good question. You know, something like coconut oil, I mean, you could have that several times a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A tablespoon? In what form? I'm... In what form? Or like, you mean... How would you use yeah. it? Yeah. How okay. do you use it besides um, a stir fry? Well, stir fry is great because it is a higher... You can heat coconut oil to a higher temperature. Um, I know some people that cook their eggs in it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. You know, if... I mean, if there's a... Fla- if you don't really like the flavor... Then you oh, may not like flavor. that. But, yeah, you could really cook anything in it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I put often will put a tablespoon in my smoothie instead yes. of coconut okay. milk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I love avocados. I love olive oil. I love nuts. So I'm doing all those. But, you know, keeping an eye on uh, the weight a little bit, one mm-hmm. doesn't want to overdo it either. Sure. And you're right. You don't want to overdo it because overdoing fat... Um, might make it a little more hard to maintain or or lose weight for people. So when we teach our nutrition for weight loss classes, we recommend approximately 10 grams of fat. Okay. With per your meal, meal or snack. And with your snack. So, so how many grams are in, for instance, a half a cup of coconut oil? Um, a half a cup. Well, I'm not sure. I, two teaspoons of coconut oil has 10 grams. Okay. And how many a day do you suggest? Yeah. We suggest having um, 10 grams yeah. every time you eat. So, And we'd like you to be eating about five times a day. Mm-hmm. Five, six times yep. a day. So there's about 60 grams mm-hmm. of good, healthy fat. Okay. Okay. Well, I've taken your uh, six-week court, or six weeks, was it, the yep. series? Loved it very much. Um, have adopted a lot of your suggestions and love your program. So thank you very Excellent. much. Excellent. Thanks Great. for the call. Guess what? It is actually time for another break here. Ooh, all right. So since we're on the topic today of pain and inflammation, I want to tell you about a new study that evaluated vitamin D status and pain levels. It had over 2,000 adults over the age of 65 had moderate to severe pain, and all of the subjects, uh, the pain was linked to poor vitamin D levels. Interesting. Wow. So we'd love to take your calls today about joint health and nutrition, so please call us at 651-641-1071. If you're like me, you try to eat right, but the definition of healthy eating seems like a moving target. Should I eat low-carb or low-fat? Do eggs and butter raise my cholesterol? Is coffee good after all? Don't rely on sound bites and infomercials for something as important as your health. You deserve recommendations based on biochemistry. Nutritional Weight and Wellness is offering MyTalk 1071 listeners a complimentary e-newsletter that is chock full of nutrition information and tips. The Weight and Wellness Way newsletter provides sound information and practical strategies from a nutritionist's perspective. 
Learn a natural approach to healthy eating based on real whole foods you buy at the grocery store. All this and best of all, it's free. To subscribe to the complimentary Weight and Wellness Way e-newsletter, go to weightandwellness.com and enter your email address. Then watch your inbox every month for nutrition news and special offers that will help you look and feel your best. For information on other services at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, call 651-699-3438. Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. I'm Kate Crosby. I'm here with Cara Carper. We were talking a little bit about vitamin D, a wonderful study that was just done, vitamin D and its relationship to pain before we left for break. So we know that low vitamin D levels are often related to pain, but it's important to get your vitamin D level tested. It's a very simple blood test. So for optimal health and into to ensure that this is not one factor causing your pain and inflammation, you really want to see your vitamin D levels around 50 or a little bit higher. Uh, I would say it's pretty safe to supplement with 2,000 or 4,000 IUs of vitamin D3 in the meantime, just until you know your exact levels, Mm -hmm. and this may help reduce some pain, too, Mm -hmm. that you're having. Okay, so just a couple of quick things. The last caller that we had before break was asking about, um, you know, how much fat to have. And mm-hmm. she had said something about ha- a half cup of coconut oil. Yes. Which I don't have a bottle of coconut oil in front of me, but I know that that would be quite a bit of fat. <laughs> so I'm I'm wondering if maybe she was thinking of coconut milk. There so, are different sources of coconut. Yeah. Yes. So just to kind of clarify to people, I, I wouldn't have a half cup of coconut oil. It sounds fantastic, but, um, <laughs> you know, a half cup of coconut milk... Is, wouldn't be, be necessarily unusual. unusual. Mm-hmm. So, But coconut oil is more like two teaspoons or a tablespoon. That would a be serving. a good serving yeah. size. Yeah. And then we had another caller over break. And guess what she likes? She likes chocolate. Oh. And she's wondering what to do Ooh. about that. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. You know, if people do like chocolate and it's not out of control, like eating an entire bar or two bars a day, I think it's fine to have like an ounce or less if it's 70 or 80% cocoa. Yeah, a really high content Higher of chocolate. cocoa, yeah. yeah. Now, if somebody's really trying to kick chocolate or has an addiction and can't just have less than an ounce, um, it could be a magnesium deficiency. For sure. There are other other symptoms of magnesium deficiency that might give them a clue. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're really anxious, or they can't sleep, or they have muscle cramps, or restless legs, restless leg. yeah, high blood pressure. But when I think of people loving chocolate, I always mm-hmm. have to ask myself: Is it the chocolate you love, or is it the sugar you love? Yep, good and, point. And to make sure that uh, it's not that they're just going after sugar. Right. So I hope that that helps the listener. Let's take another call here. Mm-hmm. Hi, Nan. I know you've been holding for a while. Thanks for holding. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, I'm calling for those who can have dairy. Um, I like organic yogurt because I get the way, and I know that Dar has uh, mentioned the uh, serotonin Sunday, mm-hmm. and, and you know the way is really important for brain health. So my question, though, is um, how does Greek yogurt fit in? I mean, what is your thoughts on that? I know I've heard that they take out the whey. Hmm. Um, and they're advertising it a lot on TV, and I know it's very bitter, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I prefer the the organic with the fat, you know, the the hmm. animal fat in there. Uh, any thoughts about Greek yogurt? 
You know, I have to say I'm not familiar with um, whether or not they take out the way. Oh, okay. I have not seen those commercials, and I, I'm not 100% sure on that. Okay. Um, not either. Greek, we do recommend for people that you're, like yourself that can tolerate dairy, mm-hmm. we do often recommend Greek yogurt as a wonderful source of protein. Okay. Often it's higher in protein uh, than other yogurts, so that's one reason. And most of the Greek yogurt I've ever tasted is really smooth and creamy, as long as it's a full fat or, mm-hmm. you know, 2 3% fat. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, so mm-hmm. just stick to the, the full fat plain, like with any yogurt, and I think okay. that's, that's great if you can tolerate the dairy. I can do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right, let's move on from fats. All right. We are going to take a look at protein and talk about how that relates to joint Joint health. health. Protein is made up of amino acids. They act as building blocks for actually all tissues in the body. We need protein to build bones, to build muscle. It's for our skin. And we definitely need protein to build and maintain cartilage. So since we know that the most painful type of arthritis comes from the breakdown of cartilage, which causes that bone rubbing on bone, it's really important to eat enough protein to build back up that cartilage so it can act as a cushion again. It's the proteins that actually heal this tissue damage. So a lot of times when we have clients say they're going to have surgery and want to know what to eat to heal really quickly, we tell them to eat a lot of protein. So things like eggs and chicken, beef, dairy products, Proteins like salmon and sardines are really going to give you a, kind of a, a added benefit of having extra omega-3s, which reduce inflammation. Another great easy idea for a quick protein is to make that smoothie that has mm-hmm. whey protein powder in it. Um, whey it's on protein, our website. Yep. Whey protein powder is derived from dairy, and it's a great on-the-go protein. It is. I have probably have a smoothie every day with whey protein just oh, because it is easy. You, you lucky girl. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of um, thinking of joints as, oh yeah, you know, part of our body that uh, will inevitably break down with age, we need to change our thinking and start feeding our joints good nutrition. So, um, Kate, uh, what can you just explain, like? Arthritis. Arthritis, yeah. Okay, arthritis and joint degradation, that really means joint breakdown. It's really not a normal part of aging. And, you know, we hear this time and again, oh, my mother or my father had arthritis, so I will too. We certainly believe that that's not necessarily true. Um, There's a lot you can do to avoid joint pain and arthritis. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really the standard American diet, the sad diet. Yes, it is sad. Um, (laughs) It's the processed carbohydrates, sugar, and trans fats that lead to joint breakdown. Um, So really, that's a huge reason why 80% of Americans over the age of 50 have osteoarthritis. So I'm going to repeat something that, that we just said a minute ago because I don't think many listeners realize this. Joint problems are not a normal part of aging. Really important to get that. Mm-hmm. So instead of saying to yourself, you know, my knees are making popping noises and hurt when I go upstairs, I must be getting older. You know, another way to talk to yourself might be, you know, my knees hurt. So I better start paying attention to my nutrition so I can rebuild the tissues and avoid surgery down the road. And we've recommended animal protein, healthy fats, fish oil, 
and reducing sugars and high-carbohydrate foods and getting rid of trans fats. But without enough water, your joints are not going to stay lubricated. And it's estimated that 75% of Americans are chronically dehydrated. This is really such an important feature and often overlooked when we refer to joint health. The connective tissue surrounding your joints and cartilage, they both need water to stay lubricated and to bring those nutrients in. If you don't have enough water there, you can't access the wonderful foods you're eating. So picture this. During movement, if your cartilage is really well hydrated, full, the surfaces on each side are going to move freely without friction. However, dehydrated cartilage increases that friction, resulting in joint deterioration as well as pain. So let's just give some reminders on what dehydration looks Ooh, like. Yeah. Um, here are symptoms of being mild, mildly dehydrated, being thirsty, fatigued, having headaches, dry mouth, constipation, yellow urine, and dizziness upon standing. When somebody's drinking enough water, their urine should be almost clear. Yeah, yeah. Not yellow. But, you know, with more severe dehydration, this is when you can experience extreme thirst. And I know myself, I experience irritability, confusion, and my Mm -hmm. brain doesn't work. Um, I can't think as clearly. Mm -hmm. I hear this from a lot of clients as well. Uh, Severe dehydration, you might not sweat, your, your eyes are sunken, no urination, and your heart might be beating very, very rapidly as well as re- breathing rapidly. So any kind of thirst, whether it's extreme or not, really is a sign that you're already being dehydrated. Don't wait until mm-hmm. you're thirsty. Drink water regularly. And water is key when it comes to oh, yeah. what, what beverages to drink. So during the course of a normal day, uh, adults usually lose about 10 cups of water. You know, wow. that's for... Lung function, kidneys, liver, and that's not including people that exercise. They're going to require even more water. So, Kate, what about people who are drinking soda and coffee? What's that doing? Well, you know, caffeine in the, in the coffee and some of the sodas acts as a diuretic. So what that means is it's actually pulling water out of your body. And with that water go minerals a lot of times. Um, earlier we gave other reasons why soda is bad for the joints. It's just full of sugar. Mm -hmm. Um, this is just another one. And I think it's fine if you're drinking coffee, you know, if it's one or two cups and that goes for caffeinated tea as as well. well. Yeah. 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 But you know, there are a lot of other products that are loaded with caffeine and sugar. Those energy drinks. Oh, those are so bad. Yeah. As far as containing a lot of caffeine, sugar, and it's often a, artificial sweeteners. Yeah, things like Gatorade, Rockstar, Red mm-hmm. Bull. Those are those are things to stay away from. Those are on your get them That's out of the house list. list. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to take our last break, but please stay tuned because when we come back, Kate's going to talk about some wonderful classes that are going on this week. And these classes are about 2, maybe 3 hours in length. They're very reasonably priced as low as $25. And you'll walk away with tons of information and be motivated to make better food choices. Um, We do have time for probably a couple more calls. If you have a question about joint health, 651-641-1071. And we'll be right back. 
Listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, I'm Kate Crosby. I'm here with Cara Carper. I'm going to talk about a few classes we're offering. A really important class that gives you a cutting-edge approach to managing blood sugar is our class called Avoiding the Diabetes Epidemic with Real Food. It's going to be taught in our Wyzetta office this Monday, April 30th at 6.30. Other classes this week are Foods to Build Happy-Focused Kids in St. Michael, on May, 20, on May 2nd. Nutrition for Young Adults is going to be taught in Forest Lake on May 3rd. And the Food Connection to ADD, ADHD is going to be taught in St. Paul on Saturday, May 5th. And you can re- register for these classes, get more information by going to our website at weightandwellness.com uh, or by calling our office at 651-699-3438. And while talking about classes, I just want to give a shout out to my Nutrition for Weight Loss class in Lakeville. (laughs) Okay, now I feel bad. I'm giving a shout out to my Nutrition for Weight Loss in Wayzata. Yes. My awesome Thursday night crew. We have one week left. Oh, wow. 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 (laughs) So we had a caller over break who was wondering if we had some ideas on how to buy protein while on a budget. So, a good question. That's a great question. Yes, I'm just going to throw out some ideas and maybe you could yep. as well. But, yep. you know, I think eggs, even organic eggs, yeah, I think are that's reasonably wonderful. priced. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you know, three, three fifty maybe for a dozen organic yep. eggs. Another one that I have a lot at my house is canned fish. I do too. Do you? Yep. I, I mean, I tuna. use canned salmon a lot. Yeah, canned salmon. Um, the salmon is usually wild caught yes. in the can, which is great. Whey protein powder. Yep. You want a high quality one, but it's still pretty reasonably mm-hmm. priced. Um, chicken, you know, if you get a whole chicken and cook it up, it's a lot less expensive than just the breasts. Yes. Yes. Um, also, I just look for sales. Sales? Buying from farmers? Or buying from farmers. Now that the farmers yeah. markets are opening up, I think that's another great idea. I also um, really encourage people when they're when they're talking about budget and protein um, to really look at how they do spend their money because buying refined carbohydrates, cereal, crackers, uh, popcorn, chips, all of that, you know, really is an expensive uh, part of a food budget, and you could eliminate a box of cereal for five dollars and buy mm-hmm. a pound of hamburger instead and feed three people feed three people yeah. and no inflammation yep great point kate i think i'm just going to take a quick call here before okay. we move on morning diane welcome to the show good morning i'm wondering if krill oil is as good of oil as fish oil well you know I believe that it is. Um, I also, I think it's more expensive than fish oil. I think it's more expensive, and I know clinically um, our experience has been that it doesn't work as well. That's I, I have heard Dar say that before. Yeah, Because yeah. we, we've tried we it. We carried it for a little while. I did not use it with too many of my clients because mm-hmm. we didn't have it for that long. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I see. I have a very touchy system which wants to throw things out. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, well, maybe in your case, then krill oil is your best choice. I don't. I have you tried it? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, okay. have you tried a a really high quality regular fish oil? I mean, not coming from krill. Well, 
No, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say Carlson fish oil. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that a good one? Carl, yeah, it's it's not as high quality as, say, like a Metagenics. Oh. Um, but Carlson, it, as far as it's, like what yeah. you're going to find at Whole Foods or something, I think that is a rep, pretty reputable, reputable brand. brand. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, but even a higher quality would be a Metagenics or the one that we sell at our store is just as high quality as Metagenics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And where is your store? We have a few locations. Um, where do you live? In Woodbury. Okay. Uh, probably the North Oak store, mm-hmm. Kate. North Oaks or St. Paul. Closest. Yep. Okay. And you can also um, order online. Okay. So you can go to our website and order something online to be shipped. And that's the Weight and Wellness? It is, weightandwellness.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks I... for the call. So... We were going to talk about some supplements because I know we only have a few minutes left here. Let's do that. Let's just talk about, um, you know, a lot of times the progression of arthritis and reversing it really can't be fixed quickly with drugs like Celebrex and and other NSAIDs. We really need to look at nutrition, hydration, and then some supplements. So why don't you start out and talk a little bit about... uh, Glucosamine. Sure. Those. Supplements that have been found to help with joints are glucosamine, chondroitin, MSM, and hyaluronic acid. And there have been many well-designed studies, on, especially on glucosamine and chondroitin, suggesting that it's helpful for osteoarthritis, particularly when the osteoarthritis is in the knee or hip. So in general, what the studies say is that glucosamine reduces pain, improves function of the hip or knee, um, it reduces joint swelling and stiffness, and provides relief of symptoms for up to three months after the treatment is stopped. You know, they do say that, that um, using glucosamine needs to take about one to three months before it's effective, although I know a lot of clients uh, who feel improvement sooner than that. And these, these um, supplements can also be taken with NSAIDs like... Um, Celebrex and uh, other NSAIDs, and let's just NSAIDs are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs Drugs. like Celebrex, ibuprofen, aspirin, and Aleve. Yep. My husband, I know, um, suffered a lot with joint pain, and uh, he started taking a liquid form of glucosamine, chondroitin, and MSM. It's a product we sell called Forte Joint RX. Not and within three weeks, he felt a big difference so that he could start running again after a, a really difficult time running and joints were really swollen. So uh, my friends use it. They've had great results as well. So there are products that really help along with diet. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. You know, I always work on the nutrition first. And then these then things can the even show more benefit. Mm-hmm. And I've heard some good feedback on capsules as well. Mm-hmm. Um but like you were saying, some do have better results with liquid. But either way, you want to take make sure you're taking enough to make a difference. And that dose is going to be around 1,500 milligrams of glucosamine and approximately 1,200 milligrams of chondroitin. And make sure you look at the serving size on yeah. your bottle because to get that high of a dose, it's usually going to be a couple tablespoons or it might be three capsules. Absolutely. You know, there's a recent study done in the U.S. called the GATE trial, glucosamine chondroitin arthritis intervention trial. 
It was the first large-scale clinical trial that looked at the effects of glucosamine and chondroitin for the treatment of pain in knee osteoarthritis. And that was funded by the National Institute of Health over a two-year period, and it's a really large study, and it revealed that glucosamine alone or chondroitin alone were more effective than placebo in reducing symptoms. So when glucosamine and chondroitin are taken together, they were found to be more effective than Celebrex for that, moderate to severe osteoarthritis. Isn't so, that wonderful? Wow. Because And we don't have a lot of time to get into Celebrex right. and other anti-inflammatories and what the side effects are, but I will just say um, there ulcers are some and stomach one. bleeding yes. are some of them, yep. as well as higher risk of stroke and heart disease. And those things are actually listed on the bottles of aspirin, mm-hmm. ibuprofen, Aleve, and Celebrex. Wow. So they're meant, they're meant to be really, used short term. Yeah. So why not use a more natural substance? Yeah. yeah. And it's common for glucosamine and chondroitin to be combined in one bottle, and sometimes you'll see MSM as well. Um, another thing that's great, Kate, is hyaluronic acid. Oh, Yeah. You know, it's present in about every tissue in the body. Um, A key component of your cartilage really is this hyaluronic acid. And those cartilage cells are really different from other cells in your body because they don't have a direct blood supply. Mm -hmm. Instead of being fed by a blood supply, cartilage has to rely on synovial fluid. It's like another liquid important to keep well hydrated that surrounds this area for food, water, and waste removal. Oh, my gosh. It's time. You know, I apologize. We have a couple callers on hold we didn't get to. Maybe you could, if you have a question, call our office, 651-699-3438. We're sorry we didn't get to you. Have a great day. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.